Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today morning update and breakfast briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 1st of July. Happy new financial year. And as usual, with all the information contained in this presentation and podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this presentation. And if you need to, you can pause the slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full. Or if you're listening on a podcast, head on over to our website and you can read the disclaimer there. All right, well, an interesting, and they all are, night on the U.S. markets as they closed out the first half of the year. The Dow Jones had a good rally, up 210 points, or 0.61%. We saw some gains in Wells Fargo and Boeing helping propel the Dow up to 34,503. NASDAQ, though, not performing quite so well. Summer doldrums well and truly in effect in the U.S. at the moment. And of course, there is that three-day weekend for the U.S. this weekend due to Independence Day. So a little bit of uh, not much happening really in NASDAQ, down 24. 14,504, the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as is its usual performance, up 0.13%, six points, massive six points at 42.98. And that VIX index, while we're in the summer doldrums, more on that in the newsletter today, down 1.19% at 15.83. As a result, SPY futures showing a loss of six points. And that comes on the back of that massive day that we had yesterday when we rose a huge 12 points to close out the year. And uh, the financial year was up 24% for the ASX 200 since last June 30. But the market did squimp a little bit yesterday and go backwards after being up 63 points at one stage on a pretty good and positive opening, but it did seem that uh, confusion around vaccines, case numbers, and more places shutting down did sap some of the confidence and the optimism over the economic rebound. So a little bit of uh, that coming through again last night. As far as commodities go, we had uh, Brent crude and WTI up last night. Brent up half a percent, WTI around 0.7%, 49 cents to 73.47. We do have an OPEC plus meeting on Thursday, so that will be interesting for those following the the oil sector. Gold, though, up a measly 10 cents, but at least it was up which is um, a nice surprise for gold bugs. 1770.60. Iron ore back up 2%, $4.30 to $218.40. And we do get President Xi Jinping today uh, giving a big speech at the Chinese 100th anniversary of the founding of the Communist Party. I'm sure he'll get a telegram from the Queen. The Aussie dollar slipped below 75 cents, 74.98. Other commodities, we saw copper up 0.6, nickel down 0.8, aluminium down 0.6, lead up around 0.9, sorry, zinc up around 0.9, lead up or down 1.2, and tin down 0.9. BHP Absolutely unchanged in ADR terms and Rio down 0.85% in ADR terms there. So nothing very spectacular. Here you can see the S&P 500 and you can see the summer doldrums very much in effect there as they are all probably out and about enjoying life 
rather than being locked in and celebrating that at the moment. As far as major stories go, um, we've had more talk from one of the Fed members. Tapering could start as early as this year and increasingly divided over how to respond to risks from faster than expected price increases. So a bit of a divided board from the Federal Reserve. And a new poll shows economists expect at least two Fed rate increases by the end of 2023. Whoopie doo. Uh, and Pelosi sticking with plans to link bipartisan infrastructure bill to second package. There's so much politics on the Hill at the moment. It's obviously uh, a bit dull elsewhere, so they've got nothing better to do than try and uh, jockey for points and get those infrastructure bills and tax increases through. Uh, Court decision generating pressure on Congress to modernise antitrust law. That follows the uh, result that Facebook had the other day. And China factory activity expands at a slower pace as higher raw materials costs and port disruptions hit manufacturers. And the UN report says global tourism not seen rebounding until 2023. As far as our market goes today in terms of uh, stories that are around the traps, we've got some uh, core logic dwelling price news out today, trade balance for May, job vacancies for May, and New Zealand building permits for May. That one will be closely watched. That's certainly a very important number. New Zealand building permits, that's after dog registrations as well. The Chinese Caixin Manufacturing PMI for June. We've also got the Japanese Tankan Large Manufacturers Index the second quarter. As I said, BHP flat in US trade, Rio down 0.9. 10-year yields, it's always good to compare and contrast our 10-year yields here with elsewhere. We've got the US at 1.47, Australia currently 1.52% for the yield, and Germany offering a really spectacularly attractive yield of 0.21% negative, so you're paying them. Uh, Ripe confirms the bid from Crayon Group, which is a Norwegian company uh, using the cloud and software. And INR, which is Ionia, is in the news today. Big article in the Fin Review today. After it signed a deal yesterday with EcoPro, and uh, the world's second largest battery component maker is going to be taking a third of the lithium production over three years. These guys, EcoPro, supply all the big boys and Samsung, etc., with components for their electric vehicle batteries. Robin Hood gets made by Marion, and it was fined $70 million by US authorities for some of its activities. And Walmart, Goldman Sachs, and Boeing all doing very well on the Dow, hence that 210-point rally. AIA, which is Auckland Airport, has maintained guidance. And Nick Bolton, for those of you who remember Nick Bolton uh, from uh, Keybridge, is uh, taking Bill Potter to court over its 2015 Malopo offer. And in China today, we've got that big speak from President Xi. And we have Marley Spoon closing out its $65 million US credit facility. And Tabcorp is apparently, according to the Australian, which is usually pretty spot on with these sorts of things, has engaged with Entain and Apollo Global regarding the uh, deals they have put to the Tabcorp board. Its strategic review was due, I think, yesterday. They were talking about the year end, but it looks like they've pushed it out to Friday. I would imagine that Betmaker's offer of uh, a billion in cash and the rest in shares is probably not really being taken that seriously by Tabcorp when they have all cash offers on the table uh, for their wagering division. As far as question of the day goes, interesting question, what is your New Year's financial resolution. I'm sure we'll get a lot of 
great answers from that and maybe I will publish those tomorrow in the newsletter. What is your New Year's financial resolution? Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas and insights over there. It's a really great group. Members Helping Members is the motto there and in the newsletter today and on Facebook I will announce the winner of our Pin the Tail on the Donkey in terms of the uh, guess or the forecast for the ASX 200 at the end of the financial year, which was one by one gentleman and a little bottle of something will be heading its way to you very shortly. We've got Ask the Analyst on Friday at 5pm. Thank you very much for all your uh, suggestions of stocks to look at. I have been overwhelmed with uh, stocks to look at, so I will pick uh, five or six that will be of interest to more than just the one person and hopefully get back to those that uh, missed out on a, on a general question session with more specific answers by email. So watch out for those. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day. 